Today you'll meet Unity, and the first thing I have to do is apologize to Unity for mispronouncing her name in the podcast. I thought I had it, but obviously I didn't. Unity was 16 years old when her mom died of cancer. She is only 18 now. Her name means progress, and after you hear her story, I think you will see that she is living up to her name. If you are enjoying the podcast, can you please go to the show and leave a rating and review? I'd really appreciate it. And now, Unity's story. Hi, this is Beth, and welcome back to the Daughters Without Moms podcast. We're glad that you're here today. I actually feel like it's been a while since I actually had a daughter without a mom on the podcast. So uh, welcome to Unadi, who is actually sitting in India right now. It is uh, one o'clock in the afternoon for me, but it's like 1030 at night for her. So she's um, staying up late tonight to be on the podcast. So uh, Unadi and I met on Instagram, basically. Um, She sent me a message about some things that she was experiencing in her own grief journey. And then she filled out the form to be a guest on the podcast. And so we are here on Zoom together. And as soon as we went live, I said, how old are you? (laughs) Because she (laughs) she looks so young. Um, So um, I'm going to turn it over to Nadi and allow her to Tell us a little bit about herself. I want you to tell us what your name means because I just found that out as we were talking. Um, And she's gonna share the story of her mom, but I am gonna kind of, you know, um, ask some questions and things along the way to kind of try to guide the conversation. So Unadi, let's just start with you introducing yourself, telling us a little bit about you. um, And then I think you can go ahead and start sharing about your mom. Hi everyone, I am Unnati. I am currently in India. I am just 18 years old. I lost my mother when I was 16 to cancer. It was very hurtful, trust me. I am laughing right now, but it wasn't easy at all for me. Okay, tell us what your name means. It means progress. It means progress. I think that's amazing. I love that. So tell us a little bit about your mom's diagnosis and and how her journey went um, in your eyes. What happened with your mom? I was 16 one day, we were just sitting in a house and she started with a terrible ache in her legs. And we thought it might be just some soreness. So she went to get it checked and uh, the doctor also said it was just soreness. Then slowly her health started to deteriorate. We went in with two operations. It wasn't sure it was cancer yet, but we just went in because the doctor said ki, the doctor said that you needed this. Then we went in and even after the operations, she started getting sicker. So then she uh, there's this city in India, Hyderabad. Uh, my mother went there for checkups and all and then she got diagnosed with cancer and when she came back to our hometown none of us kids knew her sisters and everybody knew i didn't know you didn't know no she they didn't tell you yeah they didn't want to hurt me Mm, okay we separated houses my dad used to work outside 
so uh, my mother went to her sister's house i went to one of my cousin's house and she started her journey with cancer there various operations and chemotherapy okay and one day when i went to visit her she uh, slowly took me to her bed <laughs> sat me down and there were all these people around me eyeing on me <laughs> and then she told me ki i have been diagnosed with cancer there were tears everywhere there was what i'm sorry you she said she was diagnosed with cancer and we all started just crying yeah yeah But and it, how uh, it didn't hit me at that time when my mom started chemotherapy her hair started to fall off and one day she was so brave one day she decided her by herself that i'll shave my head all off because every day huge part of her hair used to fall off and she used to cry endlessly looking at that so she made this decision and i didn't know at that time i i went to visit her and when i got there Uh, we have cooks in india it's pretty common here so her uh, the cook there you was stalling me outside the house asking me random questions i was so mad at her i just wanted to meet my mother then i went inside and then i saw ki she was shaving her head and i was in utter shock that's when it hit me i couldn't cry in front of her i that day i uh, came back to my cousin's house and i cried endlessly for 5 6 hours and then they had to put me to sleep i wouldn't stop crying mm mm-hmm. cuz that made it seem it made it real that she was losing her yeah. hair and shaving it off mm mm-hmm. right it was all internal in her body so we couldn't see it now it was more evident she was losing weight we could see it yeah mm-hmm. and how long was she sick How long? How long was your mom sick? Eight months. The eight doctor months. said it was for eight months, one year, maybe, and then she'd go away. Okay. They discovered it at stage four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you said it was a a blood and a bone cancer. Is that correct? Yeah. And it runs in your family. Yeah, it does. Yeah. but it was her father your grandfather died of it also yeah okay so did she stay at your at her sister's house the whole time for through her whole treatment no in the last 6 months we shifted to a house because covid happened and my father got work from home so we shifted to another house and we stayed as a family for 6 months which was beautiful oh Tell me what was beautiful about it. My mom never got the freedom to do whatever she liked. So even in cancer, doctors used to say it is a miracle that she can walk and work. So she used to bake all these cakes. <laughs> There is some famous biscuits in India. We call it Palaji biscuits. She used to make cakes of those biscuits. And even ice creams, homemade ice creams, homemade cakes. and there was this ritual we used to follow whenever she baked a cake we used to take that in front of our religious place which is known as a mandir 
and we used to cut that singing happy birthday each day one person would cut and he would eat it uh-huh oh well, that just sounds like some really good memories that you were able to make during that time hmm. yeah so was she also um sick then too i mean was she feeling okay or did she feel okay and then not and then not okay and like how was she during those she six was, months uh, she was good by the time we shifted to that house and then when covid struck we couldn't get the medicines which were required for her because all her transportation was shut down and everything so she slowly started to deteriorate we could see it but since there was no way we could help all the hospitals were closed so when slowly things started to open up she went for a first uh, checkup and then she had cancer in all her four parts uh, there's this uh, famous line from fault in the inner stars uh, it lit up like a christmas tree so uh-huh. it also lit up like a christmas tree wow wow and how many months was it that she couldn't get her medication 3 4 months okay hmm wow boy oh boy that's hard that's tough so um so then she just started to deteriorate like lose weight or how did is that what happened at the end like did you this is horrible but i mean did you know did here we call it hospice when somebody is near the end of their life they put them on hospice which kind of helps helps they always say um to help the patient feel more comfortable which kind of my niece and i my sister was here on hospice in our house and my sister and i both my, my niece and i both kind of hated that word but do they did she have any of that kind of care in india at the end of her life yeah she did like in the last one month only though she was fine when she got diagnosed with cancer all over her body then she slowly uh, slowly started to develop pain in her body parts i remember i used to massage her every night and she wouldn't sleep if i didn't massage her i used to give her head massages on all over her body i used to massage her it was very unbearable kind of pain for her Mm-hmm. so she slowly slowly things started to get better and uh, but then suddenly she lost her senses in her legs so she was on a wheelchair all of a sudden okay mm-hmm. and when she first started to fall off of her feet she didn't even tell me again <laughs> really i got yeah i got to know very later hmm and why then do you think that to, was because she just scared for me she didn't want me to see her suffer yeah mm-hmm. and so, your sister and too then, right you have a sister yeah, yeah. she was also pretty heartbroken and mm-hmm. what were you going to say i was thinking then she used to ask me these crazy questions that i used to walk by last week why am i not able to do it and i used to be so numb at that time like what do i even say to her <laughs> she, she slowly started to lose her hope and will to live mm-hmm. and she was stuck in a wheelchair for 24 hours and she started to gain weight and water retention happened so her belly was like 
pregnant woman's belly and i used to make fun of it she you have another baby in your womb <laughs> oh wow oh and so you told me something about the very right before your mom died something that happened that you did can you tell the audience about what happened yeah one the night which she died she was going through a lot of pain so i just looked behind me there was a mandir of my god so i just said to him it's too much for her just take her away and then i looked back and within 5 minutes she was gone hmm hmm wow that's a pretty amazing answer to prayer for you yeah but yeah. it was pretty hard for me to ask for my mom to be gone it was one of the strongest things which i ever had to do yeah right yeah we talked about that a little before we started recording is that when you watch a parent suffer you want to end it because you don't want them to suffer anymore but then you feel guilty because she should be here with you but not 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 when they're not when they're in that much pain and they're that sick It's very hard. It's hard for it's hard for an adult mind to comprehend, much less at you were 16, right? When your mom died, you were 16 years old. Yes. Yeah. That's very hard. Very hard to comprehend. So tell me how things went after your mom died. Like did you were you able was it still in COVID? Were you able to have a service? Yeah, we were almost able to, but uh, when she died, uh, it was uh, because her uh entire body was gone into cancer and she was hospitalized for radiations these are heat waves which you give and the parts of where the tumors are so when they started giving that to her her uh, uh, bed sores do you understand what is bed sores yeah yes, I, she uh-huh. got <laughs> she got bed sores uh, in her uh, what do you say booty mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on her bottom mm-hmm. you say on her bottom oh, <laughs> yeah so she used to love sitting and when she started to uh, lay down the entire time she used to get very depressed uh, sitting in one place and so we started putting her on a wheelchair but then the bed sores got so bad that her muscles were visible her bones used to be visible mm. through it mm. so that was pretty shocking for me mm. yeah yeah that's a lot that's a lot yeah and my dad is pretty strong minded so when i told him to put there were some patches which would help but then he said we had at that time we had a nurse in our house for to, to uh, take care of her so she said ki we wouldn't do this we will do another method so when she died at that night uh, my method was finally being followed and then when she died we it's a culture in our society that we prepare when a can a married woman dies we dress her as a bride when she goes out mm. so we were dressing her as a bride we took off all her syringes and the patches on her bottom and then the bed sores were almost healed so i always have this guilt that why didn't i speak earlier and it used to haunt me pretty much i had to do therapy for it to go away I couldn't drive properly. There are these potholes on Indian road, and I used to see bed sores there. As the potholes in the road, you would yeah. see bed sores. Hmm. I used to start shivering, and I couldn't drive. That's from that's because you were it's trauma, basically. You went yeah, through. I had very guilt about it. 
about her bed sores? Yeah, I should have spoken earlier because that was one of the reasons for her passing away. Was her bed sores? Yeah, it used to be all pus filled and it was very severe. Sounds like it. Sounds like it was very yeah. serious. Wow. Hmm. So you told me that, you know, one of the things that, that you've you've struggled with since losing your mom is that we have a grief negligent society is what you said. So tell me kind of how, how that has affected you, how you've experienced that, like what, you know, what's, what's led you to the point to say at, at the wise old age of 18 years old that we have a grief, grief negligent society, which I agree with. Tell me your part of that. Yeah. When she passed away, it was nighttime. It's usually we burn the bodies of our dead people in the morning. So we used uh, we kept her body throughout the night and till the morning. And when she passed away, not even a single person asked me, "How are you doing? Are you fine? Are you okay?" Mm -hmm. And when I was crying, I needed to be alone. Then all the people surrounded me. I couldn't even cry properly. And uh, then. We took her body for the burial or in your place you bury the dead. In our place we burn them, their bodies. So when we took it there, there is this Panditji who performs all the rituals of what you're supposed to do. He was asking me all these questions, ki how was your mom good? What are the good qualities about her? And I was so numb, I couldn't even say one word. And then I felt so bad that my mom spent throughout her life helping me and only towards my good. She never did anything for herself. And I can't even say two lines nice about her. <laughs> uh, well, your brain doesn't like to work when you're in the middle of trying to process losing your parent, you know? Uh, he maybe should have asked somebody who wasn't 16 years old. Because <laughs> that's, that's a lot for a 16 year old. Um, and tell me a little more about the wedding dress. I, I, I love to hear what different cultures do, um, it, either, you know, in death or honoring death or, so is there any other tradition? So she was, is it her original wedding dress, the dress she got married in, or is it like a wedding dress specifically for death? Like, no, you know? we just buy red clothes or sari in India. We call it a sari or a suit. So we just dress her in that attire. And then we put in, uh, in India uh, for symbolizing marriage, we put this red powder on our, uh, what do you call this? Forehead? Scalp, forehead. Okay. So, uh, so that was put then we used to paint her uh, nails all red. In India, red symbolizes marriage. So Magic. I did. Marriage, marriage. Okay, okay. So I remember when she died, we her body got all stiffened and her fists were folded. And in the morning when I went to put red nail paint on her, it, her fingers won't even open. Her hands were cold. Yeah, it was very bad to feel that. I can't mm. even tell you. Mm. Then I had to manipulate her hands into something to put the nail paint. And then I went to her feet. The feet won't keep together when a person dies. They fly away. So I used, I had to literally hold her feet and then put real nail paint on it. Mm. That was very bad for me. Mm. And one more thing, when we burn the person so 
We do you know what ghee is? Ghee? Is it like butter, kind of? Yeah, it's kind of a butter. So we put that on the eyes of a person who is dead. And my mother used to hate ghee, and I was there staring at her that on her dead body ghee is being put. If she was alive, she would have killed us all. <laughs> oh wow. Is it is it tradition for the daughter to do these things for your mom? Like, was it traditional for you to do that, to be the one to paint her nails? No, or, it doesn't have to do that way. I wanted to do it. You wanted to, yeah. That's yeah. that's it. That whole bitter. It's the, there's so many bittersweet things to death because you want to. Like you've told me so many times how you just want to honor your mom that you wanted to do that because you wanted to honor her, but it seems like it was very difficult for you you know as it yeah. as it as it would be um especially because her hands were you know clenched tight from 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 her passing the day before um i'm sure that was very hard hmm. yeah there's a lot of bittersweet things that 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 happen um are there any other traditions that that your culture has for for like is are, are your was she buried? I know you said she was bonded, but um, are, was she buried somewhere or what's their tradition? Oh, she was born and then it's on the fourth day, we go to collect the bones which are left and then we put that bones in ho holy waters. Ah, okay, okay. And so you put her bones in holy water. Yeah, there's this place from here, it's not even that far. You usually take one hour to go, and my uh, it's our mandir, and it's surrounded by water through uh, from all the four sides. So we went there, we collected her bone, and I remember sitting in the car, hugging tight her bone. I didn't want to let go of it, uh -huh. and then we went there, and uh, then we opened the the bottle in which the bones were, and then we the bones in the water and I remember my father said goodbye Kanchan this is it for you and I was so mad at him mm. it was very hard to say goodbye at that time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah um, uh, so I mean I, I I don't know if this is the right kind of thing to ask you because you're so young um, but I know for a, a long time I kind of not pretended, but I wasn't, my, my brain wasn't fully able to acknowledge that my mom was gone and that she wasn't coming back. Like, do you, do you feel like you have that kind of, like, do you, do you feel like you've fully acknowledged that your mom is gone or are you kind of denying it a little bit? I think I have acknowledged it right now, but when she passed away for 10 months straight, I used to ignore all my signs of grief and I didn't used to acknowledge it. And then I started, uh, started showing uh, physical symptoms because I wasn't uh, releasing my emotions. So I couldn't used to sleep. I, my, I used to start this throat pain. It was there for six months. It wouldn't go away. I went to so many doctors it just wouldn't go away. And at nights I used to get panic attacks. I used to think even if one night I couldn't sleep, it would lead to me ending my life because my mom couldn't sleep in her last days. So it symbolized that for me. 
then i went to therapy and then we worked on it and then stories things started to get better well good for you like that's amazing that's amazing that you that you've already done that and um have gone to therapy because i think so many of us myself i i didn't acknowledge my emotions i didn't talk about it i didn't i just denied it i denied it all and um and I can tell you as an adult that will come back to haunt you if you don't recognize your emotions and allow yourself to feel them. So, so good for you. It's not done, just so you know, you're gonna have to keep yeah. continuing. <laughs> yeah, it's not a once and done thing, but um, good for you. So that was one of the other things you had told me you wanted to talk about was the physical, um, how grief can affect a person mentally and physically. So you, could, you couldn't sleep, you had the throat pain. Was there any other physical things that you were experiencing? No, just these two. Okay, and then mentally, how was your grief affecting you? I couldn't focus on anything and I didn't feel a connect to the persons who I used to love before. The, I was struggling very hard to accept that I wouldn't feel that happy ever again. Mm. It was very sad for me to accept that that happiness will be gone forever. Mm. Mm -hmm. So what kind of things did therapy teach you to help you know that someday that you would be able to be happy again? My therapist suggested me this book to read. It's known Bearing the Unbearable. And the title itself gave me so much strength. And then I read uh, up various about various people's stories and chapters on grief. And it really helped me. And that's when the acknowledgement hit me that I'll be able to be happy again. Maybe not at this level, maybe higher than this or lower than this, but I will be happy again. And that got me started. And I even did some meditations and basically just talking it out. I didn't have any support to talk it out. So that was what really helped me. Yeah, you said that you kind of looked for some support um, and really didn't find much for you there in India, but you found a therapist. Was it a grief therapist or, or just like a child, a, a young adult therapist? Do you know if she was, if the person was specialized or? No, she was just a normal therapist. And then she, even she never took money from me also. She helped me for free. I'm so grateful to her. It is because of her that I'm here right now. Wow. I couldn't have imagined it without her. Hmm. Did your sister also see a therapist? Has your sister been dealing with grief in a different way? Yeah, she has a different way of looking at things. We never match when it comes to grief. Yeah. Then we keep it to ourselves because every person's journey is different. Yep, so true, so very true. Even though you're twins, and girls are the same mom, you're still different people. So your journeys are completely different. Hmm. Wow. Um, do you still see your therapist? Do you still go? No, I don't really, but whenever I miss her, I just drop a text and we meet through video calls sometimes. Oh, that's great. Good for you. I'm so glad that you found her. Hmm. Yeah. So is there anything else you would want to share with, with people who are listening who either 
have kids who are have have experienced a loss or if they if they are you know 18 year olds that are listening that um is there is there anything we haven't talked about that you would like to share yeah i would like to talk about the moment when she passed away okay go ahead yeah it was around 12:35 in the night and uh, she started this severe pain in her body all around her body so she wanted my sister and i to just uh, massage her feet and my father was sitting next to her massaging her hand and it it was very i am very thankful to god that when she passed away the entire family was together and uh, i i as i told i just looked back to god and i was like please make her go away i don't want her to be in this much pain and then she she was obviously screaming in pain and then slowly she started to stop screaming and i could sense that she is maybe passing away and i had this little smirk on my face ki wow she will be finally free from all of this and then i went to my bedroom to pick up things as we decided that we'll sleep there that night because she was in so much pain so when i came back she was entirely gone and my father just slapped her face slightly to see if she was there she opened her eyes slightly and then closed them and then her hand was in my father's hand and when my father left her hand it just dropped and then we knew she had gone wow wow how beautiful that you were all together yeah hmm wow that's a lot for a 16 year old it made me so strong i couldn't have imagined my life like this i used to think that if my mom passes away i'll pass away too i don't want to live that and you have mentioned several times about wanting to honor your mom so it seems like that's really given you a lot of um strength or you know hope in your heart to be able to to be able to honor her and continue to um make her proud so i think that yeah. that's a that's a great motivator yeah well is there anything else that you want to want to share with us before we wrap it up anything that you've learned that you would like yeah. to share yeah i'd like to say that acceptance has helped me a lot i it was very hard to accept but once when i accepted it it was uh, not a piece of cake but it was definitely easier for me to get started with things mm-hmm. denial was my biggest oh, what can you say dushman i don't know the english word for it denial was your biggest uh, obstacle maybe or yeah obstacle okay yeah yeah it's it's a big part of many people's lives um and so i'm really i i know that i don't know you that well but i'm so proud of you for doing this hard work because i think a lot of people don't do it because it is hard but you have to you have to go through the hard work so that you can see that 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 there could be a glimmer of happiness out there yeah Yeah. grief always comes back i feel like if you don't feel it it always comes around i can confirm that after 39 years of being without my mom it does come back and in about 10 days is going to be it'll be 39 years and there are just still things that happen that make that make grief come back but i've done hard work too and you, and i just go okay i see you i'm going to we can do this for a day maybe even two days but then we're going to have to you know talk about you going back to where you came from and 
letting me be able to, you know, feel like myself again. It is a, it is a long, a long journey and it's hard work, but when you don't do the hard work, I feel like you just constantly stay like just in, you know, and closed off and life's not meant to be lived that way. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here and your brave 18 year old self from we're in India. I really appreciate you sharing your story with us. And I plan to do this for, you know, for the next several years. So if something comes up that you want to come back to talk about, I'd love to have you again. Thank you. If you liked this episode or you are a fan of the show, the best way to support it is to share it on social media and with your family and friends. For more of my thoughts on the grief journey, please visit my website, www.yourgriefjourney.com. As always, remember, we can use grace, grit, and gratitude to grow with our grief.